0: Alright, so you're a music artist with plans to take over the world, huh? Yeah, duh. That's why I'm here. Well, you've come to the right place. Let's go! Welcome to the I Am Northbound podcast. Podcast. Your guide to dominating the new music industry. What is up, y'all? How you doing? And welcome to, I don't even know, another episode of I Am Northbound. I'm coming to you from a ridiculously hot Australia over here. It is 40 degrees, my little Google Hub thing says on my desk. 40 degrees outside, which is like 100, it's over 100, like 104 for my American friends. Anyway, I'm letting you know, it's ridiculously hot. How have you been? How's everything going in your world? Elephant in the room. I have a cold still. It's genuinely, I tell you, this whole fatherhood thing has pretty much just been when one person gets sick, everyone gets sick, and then it just cycles around between people. So, I dodged it for quite a bit of time, but I was unlucky last week and I let my guards down and by letting my guards down, I meant my daughter sneezed in my face. And I went, well, it looks like I'm getting sick now. Anyway, how's everything been in your world? Hopefully, it's been great. It made me think just then when I said that statement, what elephant in the room, where did that come from? Like, is there actually like a real, you know how sometimes like these, uh, I think I'm, <laughs> I'm turning into like a literary show because last week, didn't I talk about the derivation of... uh a frog in my throat and now I'm talking about elephant in the room. I don't know. Was there actually ever an elephant in someone's room and they're like, hey, let's stop not talking about this elephant. We're going we're gonna to mention it, right? Is everyone just trying to avoid this elephant for some reason? Anyway, I don't know. But how, how, has, how has everything been in your world? Hopefully, you've been fantastic. How? I mean, by the time you're hearing this, it's only going to be a few days out from Christmas. So, have you done all your Christmas shopping? Is everything going to plan? I mean, I tell you, I... You would always avoid the shops around this time, but isn't Amazon like an absolute savior at Christmas time? It's amazing. It's like just order early and use prime and it all just turns up in the mail on time. And my Christmas shopping was done ages ago. It was actually so good. This isn't an ad for Amazon in any way, but I guess it kind of is because I'm (laughs) singing rave reviews, but I, I had no idea where to get my wife. Like I feel like, you know, it's, it's hard to buy for people that. You know you're married to because you're with them, and you know what they, you know what they want. But they usually get what they want. Like that's the whole thing, right? I'm going on these rants about everything else, but I feel like once you get to a certain age, you you just buy what you want. So it's really really hard to buy presents for adults because if they really want it, they'll just go get it themselves. So the challenge is trying to find something that suits them that they don't know about that they don't know they want, which is like easier said than done, right? But anyway from Amazon. I was just browsing on there and it recommended me a few things and I can't believe the present I was able to get her. I obviously can't say now because I don't know if she listens to the podcast. I don't think she does, but I can't say. But after Christmas, I'll let you know. And you know what? You probably won't even find it that cool, but I know she will. Uh, so, how's everything been? I, have, I mean, as I said, this whole week has been fantastic. I keep asking you how you've been because I want to say how I've been. I've been doing great. You uh, The- Last weekend, uh, I think it was, I went to the Australian uh, Championships uh, for beatboxing down in Sydney. And oh my goodness, was it like the best night ever. Genuinely, I know I've talked about beatboxing a bit in the past and how much it's exploding, but I'm working a bit in the beatbox space. I'm going to be doing more with some artists because... I don't know if you mentioned beatboxing to people. You know, not too long ago, uh, you know, people would assume that beatboxing is still. I mean, I said that wrong. If you would have mentioned beatboxing to people, you would assume that it was how it was twenty years ago, where it's just people like making noises with their mouth uh, but doing very simple beats. You know what I mean? But you should hear what some of these people are capable of doing if you haven't already. I think the biggest uh, way I could tell you how great it is is the fact that well, not only that the GBB which is the, uh, um, the the essentially I mean there are technically world championships of beatbox battles but this is like essentially like a world tournament um, they're the biggest run beatbox tournament uh, online I mean in the world but online they're massive so online they've pulled in I think it's like 70% growth from 2017, 2000. I did all the numbers when I was running it for one of the artists I'm working with, but it was like 70% growth a few years ago, then like 180% growth the next year. It's just exponentially growing. This current one is on uh, the one that's about to come out in 2020 is projected for like 190 million views in the first year alone just for the solo rounds. Like it's crazy how big this is getting. I could dive into why that is, but that's not, you know, the the point of today's episode. But if you get a chance to go see it, if you get a chance like to look it up online, do it because it will blow your mind. Make sure you listen with like a good set of headphones on because you've got to hear the, like the depth to what these guys are doing. If you listen on like a phone speaker, you won't hear any of the bass they can do. And it's like, the thing with the thing is when you watch it it's like magic it's like watching a magician you're like how on earth are they doing that and then you think it's like when you know with a magic trick when you find out how it's done you're like ah, oh, well you know there's a split in the rings and that's how you can move them apart or like when he you finds your card it's like well he just did some tricks to get it to the top of the deck then pull it off the top like once you figure out what the trick was. It- makes it not fun anymore um you know or like how did my card end up underneath that guy's shoe in the back of the audience oh it turns out there were two cards oh fair enough like you know what I mean it's like you were forced the card you were chosen but beatboxing doesn't work like that you think to yourself how on earth are they doing that and then you watch tutorials and like I sang in a band for like 10 years nearly I was I was a singer like a frontman for a band for that long and I practiced vocals like a bit trying to get better at it but beatboxing and the, what they can do makes me realize that Singing is so basic compared to what these guys can do because not only are they singing and putting a drum bit under them. They're, they're using techniques to find these sounds that you wouldn't think a human is able to make. And um, like throat bass, which I know comes from like Mongolian throat bass back in the day, but then they've turned that into vibration bass, which is all still throat orientated. And then you got like uh, lip rolls, which is where they've just pull air through their lips, but it like they can pitch it and vibrate it. And it's like sub bass. It sounds genuinely like an electronic sub bass, like a sine wave. It's absolutely crazy. Um, yeah, way. I was thinking, was I thinking of the wrong one? But no, that's it. And um, yeah, these guys, these guys are absolutely mental. And I've watched them for years. I've always been keeping up with it. Everyone I show videos to, most people are always a little bit hesitant going in because they hesitant in the sense that if I show them a video, they're like, uh, beatboxing are you serious like that sounds like it's going to be a little bit tacky or a little bit gimmicky and they all leave with that same look on their face of just utter disbelief of like oh my goodness how is one person capable of doing that so go check it out go look up um the gbb online and try to find uh you know there are so many artists with so many different sounds i think someone if you haven't listened to beatboxing before that you probably will enjoy is someone like codfish he played at the sydney um you know the he was a judge at the australian beatboxing championships and my goodness is he amazing? And he played, He did a judges showcase and I thought he might do one song, but he did five and it was like, I don't know if you follow me on Instagram, but I put a story up of it. And like the story did it no justice cause Hearing it on headphones is one thing, but being there in the venue with, like, how much, like, power comes from, like, the low end of his voice and, like, how much it just rumbles you, like, it's just, it's such an experience. Uh, as I was going to say before, I'll say it now, the biggest accolade I can give it is the fact that my wife said as we were going down, because we went down with, uh, I went down with my wife, obviously, and with my brother, who's a big fan, and his fiance and my wife said look you know this is kind of like your and your brother's thing it's uh, Luke's my brother. It's your and Luke's thing so you, you and Luke can go enjoy it but if if Siobhan who's Luke's fiance and I get a bit bored we might just uh, duck up and get a drink up the road or something like that so don't be offended if we kind of like eventually might just do our own thing and I was like oh, okay so she was expecting to maybe stay for a bit maybe go for a bit and she stayed the entire night from start to finish and the amount of times I, I lost count there would be like over 50 for sure nearly 100 of her turning around to me with that look on her face like what is that how are they doing that like it's just the best so yeah i mean i could talk about this for 45 minutes but it was like the best most impressive live performance i've ever been to because these guys are just next level and i when i say guys i don't just mean males there there was a female boxer there who compared the night and she you know she hosted compared if that's the right web she did a bit of a showcase at the start too and she killed it like the girls are great at it too it's just there's so much technique in it and it's just mental but that's the thing the more you learn about how to do it the, the more you respect it because it's not like a magic trick where you pull you know a string and it all comes apart you know you look behind the scenes and it doesn't make it fun anymore it's like you find out how they do it and you're like Okay, I sort of know how to do it. I I can't do it, but I know at least how they're doing it. But how on earth are they stringing these routines together and going in and out of those sounds? It's like absolutely crazy. But anyway, I'm gonna be working more in the beatbox space. I might even like let you know when I do some. Uh, hopefully, going to be doing some recordings with some artists. So I'll, I'll try to get them out when they're out and let you know to check them out because I know you're absolutely going to love it. It's only a matter of time before this becomes like unbelievably big because it's got every checkpoint of like something that could go viral. Talked about that on a recent episode, but. You know, I could dive into why beatboxing is a huge opportunity, but I mean, I guess that's it without tooting my own horn. If you know that I study this stuff every day and I'm always looking for, um, you know, ways that music artists can make it bigger and I see something that excites me this much, it's checking all the boxes. So believe me when I say this is worth checking out. Anyway, so I wanted this episode, I wanna take a little moment to uh, talk about some of the stuff we've been doing at Listen Pages, why it's been taking so long to come out, what you can expect from it, um, and also kind of tied into my main theme for for today which is asking you where you're actually directing your traffic and so there's a lesson here whether you choose to use listen pages or not but um, I want to let you know what we've been working on because I know we went kind of quiet for a few months um, and I want to tell you what you can expect from the new update coming that should be up I mean fingers crossed by the time you hear this episode if not it won't be too far away but ideally by Christmas time Um yeah so as i said this is all free so you can come and join us i mean eventually we're going to charge for it we're going to keep it as affordable as possible but if you want to come and test it early for us and get on now you get a free account so just let me know and i'll give you an account we're going to be given i think uh, a few months um we had originally said three months and that time period is up but because we weren't quiet and we were working on updates for so long we are going to extend it i guess that's the this is the official announcement we're extending the closed beta and we'll give people more free months to use the platform um just because we Needed a little bit of time to work out what we were doing. So, anyway, on that note, let me tell you about what's coming to it. Uh, even if you don't use Listen Pages, that doesn't mean you won't get anything out of this episode. Uh, in a moment, I'll be talking to you about why you should be using Listen Pages. But more importantly, even if you don't, what your grander Uh, marketing strategy should be as a music artist. So, when we first launched Listen Pages, um, I mean, I was reading all these books on software design and all that and all the advice that people gave was stuff like get it out early. Like even if it's not ready, get it out and work on it as you go because people are going to tell you how to improve it, how to make it better. Um, So, make sure you, you know, don't don't wait for uh, it to be perfect before you launch it because I am not- I'm not like a crazy perfectionist but i do like things being right before they come out so i did kind of push it when it wasn't a hundred percent right and like a couple of days beforehand um we we found out that spotify had changed some of their rules that affected listen pages and it made it so you couldn't embed spotify stuff properly the only like platform we supported was soundcloud not everyone was on soundcloud and even though now looking back i probably should have just like Told everyone that we needed a bit more time to work stuff out and then we'd launch later. Uh, we still launched early and I mean, it's, it's still fine. It still worked, but we ran into issues like, um, like the server we were on. Uh, it crashed. The server was too, I don't know, weak, I guess. I don't know much about coding and the developer side of things, but we needed a better server. So we moved, uh, hosting companies and moved the whole app over and had, you know, that was a bit of, bit of work. Also, the developer who's working on this was doing it alone and also he had, you know, a change in jobs. So it was kind of like finding the time to do it um i had a whole bunch of stuff going on so we kind of like we we had to reassess and work out how, where we wanted to take listen and pages and what's the best way of getting there so instead of like pulling it and like what's the word like putting turning everyone like putting uh, shutting the door on everyone and kicking everyone out of the app till we fixed it Um, we just kept it running because it still worked. It just wasn't as good as we wanted it to be. And it did not live up to the standard that we wanted for the app, right? So, we uh, kept it up, but we just had, you know, you would have heard me say bigger things are coming and we're doing stuff with it. Um, So, anyway, what we had been working on is immediately realizing that uh, for the, I mean, I should just say before I even get into it, if you know nothing about Listen Pages, let me give you like a 30-second overview. Essentially, it's a way to provide content to your audience uh, in a middle ground that allows you to capture, a, a really important data point that matters about your audience, which is their commitment level. You can't find this anywhere else in the world. Um, you don't know your commitment level of your audience like at all at the moment without trying to guess. And the only way you can do it is by, you know, formulating guesses about uh, formulating guesses about your sales, um, your, you know, how many people are liking a photo, how many people are coming to your shows, formulate guesses everywhere, right? But they're all just guesses. You can't people can buy your album without being a fan of yours. They can come to shows without being a fan. They might have just been bought brought to your show by a friend uh, and they're just going for the night out, right? So Listen Pages allows you to showcase your content to your audience and then we measure behind the scenes with our tricky little algorithm, their commitment level to your uh, craft to your content and then a display it to you on a graph so it allows you to see what of your content is working, what isn't working, uh, what the shape in inverted commas of your audience is so that um, you know if you go in and you see that you don't have many fans you know that your content should be uh, focused around nurturing the group that you have and all this training is within the software too it tells you everything you need to do to move your audience toward becoming true fans. But you, you know you know that your you know your strategy must be centered around nurturing, but if like you put content out there and you start to see that you've actually got a pretty committed fan base, then that's kind of a little bit of a hint that you should start trying to sell to them. I've worked with music artists that were saying, "I don't know how to monetize my art, and we ran a few listen pages and found out they had. Uh, quite a committed fan base and they started putting sales offers out and now they're making money off their music, right? So it's, it's that simple. It's about finding where your audience is. So you know what to be providing to your audience. Essentially, listen pages is like your global command center for being a music artist. It's, it, it's, I call it the, the light in the darkness, right? Cause it, at the moment you're trying to navigate towards your music goals in the dark. You have no idea. Um, where you're going or like you know or how committed your fan base is you put a show on and you're not sure if people will show up or even if you're a bigger band and you know that tickets will sell like you don't know how many are going to sell till they start selling but with listen pages um, this isn't com- currently, um, currently currently supported in the app at the moment but it's coming uh, you'll be able to actually see you can see at the moment your the commitment of your listeners in each continent but we're going to like narrow that down specifically so that you're able to see the commitment the level of your audiences in each city in the world. So, you could start to see, hey, I've got a really committed audience in some random town, in some random state that I never thought I'd visit. But you know, I've got, I've obviously got fans there. So, let's organize a show there. So, imagine booking shows and knowing that they're going to be great before you even get there. That's what Listen Pages can do. That's the power of Listen Pages and much more. It's essentially about finding where your audience is. It's like the metal detector that finds where your most committed listeners are and allows you to, um, you know, find a way to get to them and provide the right offer to them them. It's essentially music marketing made simple. And I know I just said that it take 30 seconds and it took way longer, but truth be told, I could talk about lists and pages for hours. Anyway, so now you know what it is. Uh, Let me just explain what's coming soon. So we did find out pretty soon on that um, the whole way we originally wanted to make it so that when you showcased audio content to your audience, that you would embed a player from another external service. We did this intentionally because one, it saved on hosting costs. It meant that we didn't have to host on our end. Um, which was secondary. The main reason that we actually, um, yeah, that, that was definitely not the main reason. The main reason that we had um, was, was so that when you showed content to your fan base, that you didn't lose the views that you would have gotten on that platform, if that makes sense. So, for example, same with the video one. If you put your YouTube video on a listen page, which we still do, um, we haven't changed that. Uh, you, you, those videos are hosted on YouTube it means it means that if someone watches your listen page you still get the views on your YouTube video so your view count still counts upward I mean to some people that matters um, but with your audio thing where well, like if people listened on Spotify or if they listened on SoundCloud from the embed uh, code that you put on through the listen pages thing if people hit play, play on SoundCloud you would get the play on SoundCloud so when someone visited your SoundCloud page you would the stats would go up um, so I guess it's kind of vanity metrics because. but I thought the other way that some music artists wouldn't want to use listen pages if it meant that it it essentially took some of the views that weren't shown anywhere that could have gone to Spotify or SoundCloud or whatever and earned them royalties or something like that. But we found out pretty soon that Spotify, um, you know, made changes to their embed stuff so that uh, essentially it meant that if anyone tried to embed one of their tracks on like through a listen page, it made it difficult. And if it did work, it it would only play 30 seconds, which isn't how we want it. We want it to be start to finish, right? So we immediately decided that we needed a proprietary audio player. So that's what we've been working on for the last few months. It's been quitty, uh, quitty. <laughs> What's that word? Pretty and quite significant, or quitty significant. Um, sounds like a linear tune speaking. Uh, but it's been, it's, it's been a bit, a pretty big undertaking, to be honest. It's, uh, we've run into some issues and trying to make that work. But coming soon, very soon, uh, by the time of recording this podcast, it'll be this afternoon that we'll be working out the final changes and sorting out bugs. So hopefully within the next week, it's ready to go live. Um, Maybe sooner, but who knows? I can't, I don't feel right saying that because things, these things can uh, take a lot longer as you know. But Coming Soon is a proprietary audio player, which means that when you showcase a new song, you get to upload it to listen pages itself And, um, you know, I play cover art and it's self-hosted. The player looks amazing. It looks so much more professional than just a SoundCloud player on a listen page. Like it looks so great. It'll keep your listeners on the page longer, which means that we can find out more data about them. Um, By the way, when I talk about the data we find from your audience, it's 100% legal. I know that whenever anyone talks about gathering data online there's always this legal gray area but of course what everything we're doing is above board and completely legal it's a completely anonymous we don't actually take any personal data it's just the way they interact with your content uh, we run it through our algorithm to find their commitment level and then we you know kind of like group it all together and see it as one big audience so you never really see an individual listener's commitment level you see that your audience as a whole which is the better way to see it and the more ethical but anyway, um, so, so our audio player allows us to do way more. We get way more accurate data from that, which is super exciting. Uh, it's just a better way of running the system uh, or the running the system the software. But yeah, if you log in, you'll start to see the listen pages looks way better. We've done heaps of aesthetic changes. We've cleaned stuff up. The pages section where you managed your pages was just a mess. There's too much data on the screen. My design... uh ethic Uh, ethic or um, rules or whatever standard that's the word for listen pages is to the standard uh is to get across as much information as possible um as quickly as possible, but as cleanly as possible too. If you look at all the design for listen pages, it's very like white with just words on a. It's like words on a page, but I try to keep the copy as clear as possible and without going on for too long, because I guess that's the opposite of me as a human. I go on for way too long about things, so trying to keep it straight to the point. And I felt that in the software, it didn't reflect that. When you went to the pages section, it was just covered in data. There was like way too many things on the screen. There was a map there that didn't even work because we hadn't even set that up. Yeah so we've removed all the unnecessary stuff that isn't being used at the moment and clean it up. It's heaps easier to use now. Um, it's way more simpler and it's just way more intuitive. So, it's going to be easier to navigate your pages than ever before. There's lots of little things added for clarity so you can navigate the site better and understand it better. It's just uh, stuff like when you look at a page, it tells you if you created an audio, a video, a text, or an offer page. Um, you can see its performance and, you know, that type of thing. And we've got really cool things coming in the future, like being able to hashtag pages, like You know, not every video page is the same. Some might be vlogs, some might be music videos. So, if you hashtag a new page when you create it, vlog... Uh, you can actually run a. You'll be able to run a search for hashtag vlog, and it will show all of your vlogs and how interested your audience is in vlogs, uh, what the growth has been over time, all that kind of stuff too. So you can really start to see if vlogs are where you should be putting your attention, if your audience is liking them or not. Uh, are music videos better? Should you be focusing on bringing more of them out? Uh, it just gives you such a direction. That's why we're always trying to make it better. And we've got big things in the work too that won't be out for a while, but uh, a really cool way of displaying multiple or like a directory for listen pages. It's like a front page, sort of like a website without needing a website. It's going to be like, so you don't need to... Eventually, listen pages will be so that you won't need to go buy a Squarespace website and pay twenty five dollars a month for a website that doesn't do half the stuff Listen Pages does. It's just a really simple little business card style website that allows people to find where they want to go. But that's coming in the future. But I don't know. There's just so many cool things in there soon. The, the audio player is a big one, and um, yeah, the, the little redesigns and that type of thing have just made it even more fluent and better. Security's better. We're now on like a public. Directory, which means that we can provide a better service to you. So I've got a whole bunch of notes of like all the things that have changed, and if I went through them, I mean, half of them you wouldn't care about because they're more just like behind the scenes stuff. But regardless, the service is bigger, stronger, better than ever before. So if you haven't logged in in a while, come and check it out. Use it. If you want an account, let me know. I'll get you set up on it. Um, but Listen Pages is designed to be the answer to the question that I'm going to be asking you today about your music career. Now, as I said, if you just have something against it and you don't want to use it, that is fine by me too. So. So I don't want to seem like this is just a giant sales pitch. But I will say the question that I'm about to ask you needs to be answered regardless of whether you use Listen Pages or not. I just uh, designed Listen Pages to be the answer to this question. But it's a good way of me uh, segueing into the main mentality you should have when you market your music. And that question is where are you driving your traffic? Where are you pushing people when they come to your pages? Where are you moving them? Like, where are you taking them? I've worked with so many music artists, and this seems to be the the reason that they feel stuck and also the question that isn't answered. So people will say all the time, like, I just, I'm just not finding any ground forward. I just don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know, just don't know where I'm moving. I don't know how to move forward. I, I don't seem to be seeing any growth. I don't seem to, you know, I I feel like I'm spinning my wheels. Like I feel like I'm, my fan base isn't growing. I'm spinning my wheels, that type of thing, right? And it's usually from not knowing where they're driving their traffic. So in the business world, there's a lot of people out there trying to simplify ideas as much as possible. And this is exactly what you should be doing for your music journey too. In business, essentially your main focus should be growing a list. Like that's essentially it. So you're growing the, your customer base by capturing their data so that you're able to contact them. And I know people say if messenger bots have the best open rates, but obviously people, you know, can turn that off. People don't use Facebook sometimes, but they'll always have their email. So, I guess growing an email list is pretty important. And as a business, it should be like your main priority is to grow your email list. And I guess for music artists, you should be doing that too, but not in the way that, you know, your answer to the question shouldn't be, okay, I'm getting everyone's email. And I, I get the idea of that. And I understand that some music artists do do that. They go for the whole, you know, I'm... um. I'll make a newsletter and I'll let people know about my upcoming shows. But if you're going to do an email list, you have to segment it correctly because what's the point of advertising to your entire global email list from all around the world that you've got a show coming up that's 20 minutes away from where you live? Because not everyone lives there and you're going to get a whole bunch of people in New York getting an email saying that, you know, you're playing in England soon or something like that and they're going to be like this is not relevant to me and they'll stop opening your emails because they'll assume that not all of them are relevant to them but if you can segment them correctly and provide the right emails to the right people at the right time you're going to get better open rates because people are going to know when they hear from you that it's you know the the the, you know you know it's like worth hearing (laughs) how would i say that like that what you're about to say to them is relevant to them specifically so they will pay attention um but email lists are tricky to manage they're not just about spamming people you're meant to be providing value which is difficult to do as a music artist but then again if you can find your motivation as i discuss in the 4d songwriter uh you'll be able to find that and provide that value for people who need it but um regardless, you need to be pushing everyone to the same direction. So, think about it as like a funnel. Now, I know in business, they talk about sales funnels. It's kind of like that, but I don't mean to kind of... I don't mean to I don't mean to stretch into that analogy, but just imagine like a, a funnel downward, right? Like anyone that finds you at the top level, like Instagram, Facebook, whatever, where are they getting directed so that they all come to the single point at the end? Like there's one thing that you're pushing everyone to. Is that a newsletter? You know? Is that... Um, to come to live shows, like what is your ultimate goal to move people toward? And if you've found a goal, like if you actually find that, are you actually um exec- are you executing on that and like actually moving people toward that? Or Are you just saying that that's the goal you have? Because some music artists have found their where are they driving people to, um, but they don't actually act upon it. They don't actually get it out there into the world. They don't actually do anything about it. Right? They just say, "Oh, I'm trying to get people on a newsletter," but where's I can't find anything online about them saying sign up for my newsletter. So, you have to not only come up with the idea, but then act upon it, right? Come up with it, act upon it. It's that simple. But as I said, Listen Pages is the answer for that. You should be directing everyone to your Listen Pages page because if you don't use Listen Pages, every time that your listener is doing something that could be an indicator of what their commitment level is, as I said, the you need to know their commitment level to know what to provide to them and how to grow more committed fans. And committed fans are the way to success, right? So, you, If you're not using Listen Pages and they're doing that behavior that could be captured, you're just letting that go into thin air and no one's capturing it. YouTube don't know how to capture it, Twitter don't know how to capture it, Facebook doesn't, has no hope, right? So, you use Listen Pages as that middle ground to showcase your content so that you can capture their attention, know the data of like what your audience is actually doing and from that, you'll be able to grow because you can see in front of you where your audience needs work. If you're out there, you could be out there. You could be trying to. You could be out there trying to provide people, uh, out there trying to give them nurturing content. Like here's more information about me and where I come from. And your audience could be already ready to buy, and they could eventually just lose interest because that doesn't suit where they're at. They already know about you. They don't need to hear more about where you've come from. You've already won them over, right? Like what you're about. They know that. That's why they love you, right? But if they keep hearing it, they might go, "I'm a bit over it." They want to hear. Here's my latest merchandise line. I'm ready to wear your t shirt. You know what I mean? So that would let you know that you need to launch new merch, but you'd only know that with listen pages. Same way around the other way. You could be trying to say to people, Hey, listen to my latest song, and no one might be listening to it. You might be wondering why you get up each day and no one's heard your latest song and you're promoting it yet it's just not working. It's probably because you need to be working on nurturing your cold audience before they move to the second stage, which is curious. And it's only in curious that people start listening to music. So if you don't have a strong audience in curious yet, you need to start you know, nurturing your cold audience more to get them into curious. And then once you see through listen pages, your graph, your shape of your audience move uh, to become, you know, full of curious listeners, that's when you start saying to people, now listen to my latest song. And the people like, you'll see your play counts will go up because people will want to do it because they're at that level of commitment. And eventually you'll move them to converted. And when they're at converted, they're a fan. And that's when you can start selling them low level offers, right? So you won't know any of this unless you use listen pages. So it can fix all different types of problems with band's Um, and music artists that just don't really know why their music isn't growing. Uh, But you won't know unless you use it. So hit me up. Let me know if you want to camp it. Uh, Regardless, have a fantastic week. I hope you you like this episode, even though it was a bit more of an update as well as that question. But I really want you to answer that question for yourself, okay? How are you pushing your listeners? Are you actually doing it? And where are you actually moving them to? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the I Am Northbound podcast. You made it all the way to the end. I hope you loved it. Why not check out another episode? I'm sure you can find one right below wherever you found this one. But before you do, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. And it would mean the world to me if you could either leave a rating and a review for this podcast or share it out to your followers. That act of kindness goes so much further than you may think. It helps me help more music change the world.